Diamond Answer Man, episode 22. Is it okay to buy online? Well, hello, everyone. This is Jay Christopher Gertz, and this is the Diamond Answer Man Show, where our goal is to help each other learn more about the world of diamonds and feel confident about those purchases that memorialize, yes, memorialize our special moments. You know, we're still coming up here to the big bridal month, which is June. You know, this is May 1st today. And uh, those those events will be going on for the next, well, all summer long. And if you're out there right now shopping for diamonds, I hope you'll stay and tune in with our show. Download this podcast, take it with you, and uh, learn how to buy and empower yourself and feel confident about those purchases. If you have any questions, you may email them into me at jchristopher at diamondanswerman.com. And by the way, if you're at my website, you can, of course, send me a message right there through the right-hand side of the site which is uh, there's a, a little div- little app that's put in there called SpeakPipe. You could send me a message right there. You may also, if this is the first time you've heard the show, you may also call me at 803-792-1326. That's a 24-hour line where you can leave a message, and I will happily, happily help you out with any questions you may have. And uh, this week, our show is going to be talking about, you know, buying online and those good values. There's a, a pretty good... Uh, conversation going on on Twitter, even as I speak today about pricing and certificates and and uh, making sure that you get good values as a pair as compared to as I speak there as compared to um, you know just talking about price. And uh, I I know that if you're listening to this show, of course you probably found me on the internet. Maybe you found me on your iPod or your Android device. Searching through the iTunes Store or one other, whatever podcasting or catching app that you may have, uh, BlackBerry or otherwise uh, devices, and uh, you know if you're listening to me, you're probably pretty technically literate, right? That would be a good guess. So I'm sure you've been all over the online sites looking at prices. And uh, that being said, you probably have friends who've either bought online or bought from someone who. Might be uh, I guess what we could say would be a you know a broker or a dealer or we'll put quotes around that big thing wholesale to the public right you know so maybe there's not one in your town but maybe there's one a town away so our first conversation is going to be about is it okay to buy online and my first statement is 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 it really depends on what you're buying. Diamond or diamond ring, you know, is it a a fashion piece? Is it a watch? Is it um is it just a, a small gift or otherwise? And uh, the reason why I ask these kinds of questions is because not all diamonds are the same, even if they have certificates or, for the other term, reports with them. No, no two diamonds are identical. Although I've seen some come pretty close. Um, no two diamonds are identical. So when we buy based upon numbers, we're not buying the same diamond. And what I mean by that is the internal, the technical portion, the internal physiology of that diamond is going to be different from diamond to diamond. So even if the reports look the same, even, and I'm going to tell you this, as I've told you a hundred times, if you've listened to the show, even if the numbers are identical, we're talking about proportions and those kinds of things. 
they will look different. So we'll underline that. So just remember that. Keep that in your head. If the numbers are the same, if you have 100 diamonds with the same exact table, the same exact crown, the same exact pavilion, the same exact depth, all those things being identical, if you could do that, all those diamonds would look different. And that's the hard thing that I think some people start to you know, forget is, is that what, what are you doing to ensure that you're buying a highly, highly beautiful diamond? Or my term would be a high-performance diamond. What are you doing um, to do to make sure that you do that? If you're looking at numbers, you're, you are ignoring that altogether. Yes, there's extremes. I mean, obviously, if you go way out one direction as compared to another, no matter what, you're going to buy an unattractive diamond. I'm not talking about that. What I'm, what I'm talking about is if you're buying online, what is the person you're buying from? What, what, is, the, what is the website doing to show you how beautiful the diamond is? Uh, are they using imaging software? Do, do, are they taking a picture of it? Are they showing you its performance? And, and, and what basis are they grading this performance upon? Are they using analog tools in imaging? So are they putting it in a device where they're looking at the reflections occurring on the inside and then showing you those images? Or do they just sell based upon the numbers? If they're selling based completely upon the numbers, you cannot tell how beautiful the diamond is. And I'll, I'll tell you this, even if you buy diamonds that, that perform similarly, and I didn't say identically, I said similarly, although I could say identically, because even in the performance devices, you'll even see slight variations, and I'll be, I'll be the uber geek again, because of the crystal's physiology, there are certain things that even in stones that are absolutely optically perfect where the cutter put that much intensity into creating the diamond to make it as beautiful as they could, there will still be slight variations. So no two diamonds are the same. My opinion is, yeah, you could buy something online, um, but what is the jeweler that you're buying from online doing to provide you with information so you can make an informed decision, empowered to protect yourself, to make sure when you receive the diamond, and I'm not talking about I'm not talking about what's their warranty or guarantee or their money back. I'm not talking about that at all, right? I, I don't think you should buy from anybody who doesn't have a return, you know, uh, a, a print in the window online or otherwise, a strong return policy. So, I, uh, so that being said, that's already, that's already one of our cornerstones. When we're buying from somebody, we never buy from anybody who doesn't have a strong opinion on their return policy. So... That being said, what, what are they going, how are you going to be able to see it? And the answer is, is, is there's few websites out there that actually do that. Most everything is, is based upon the issue of price and shopping based upon certificates and their numbers. You know, and, and when I make that statement, I mean, what's the difference between buying online and buying from a, a, a local sort of wholesale to the public situation. You know, so here's the issue. If you're looking for a steal as opposed 
to a good deal, you will get taken. And, and I mean that every single time. And that doesn't mean if you work hard, you won't get a good value. What I'm saying is, is when you reduce to the ridiculous, when you go that extreme and, and your brain and that psychology starts to work where you start to ignore very important signs for who you should be buying from and what they're telling you about this purchase and what they're revealing or not revealing about what you're buying, once you become a, a price obsessed, price becomes that sole obsession, whatever you do, don't do this. So there are, there are those times when, when we get so focused on one thing, and it's not even a feature that has to do with beauty. When we get focused on that, that one feature, which is exclusively price, we start to obsess upon that, and then we start to ignore all those key signs from who we're buying from. What's their reputation? Who are they representing? Are they revealing themselves to me, right? So when I'm buying something, are they really going to take care of me? Is this a place that I want to go back to that's going to take care of me in all those situations I may need, whether it's ring sizing, whether it's... um the additional band that goes with it, whether whether it's another accessory such as an anniversary gift or otherwise. I'm not anti-buying online. I'm making that clear. But what I am saying is buying online or buying in store, you want to get a great value, yes, but you want to protect yourself. And if they're not revealing that information, let me tell you a little story. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm working in a situation right now where I'm trying to help a client. The client has um, a ring that uh, they no longer have, and um, they purchased from a supposed uh, a sort of discount to the public situation, and uh, the uh, the receipt and information that they have has genericized, <laughs> that's a word, genericized information, meaning that the weight of the diamond is spread. So the center diamond, there is no exact weight on the center diamond. The center diamond is uh, uh, a three-quarter-ish range, right? So that gives a low 70 to a, a low 80-point range. Um, so when we have that, there's no exact color, there's no exact clarity either. And the reason why they bought this piece, of course, they liked the ring. They liked, they liked the design it was in. But then price became their obsession on the center stone. And so, of course, after the fact, they're trying to figure out what they have and what they actually have is 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 just weird numbers that mean nothing. So how how do you go back and replace something that really doesn't tell you anything? So now they're in a situation to where they want to replace, but they have a feeling based upon what they had, and um, it's a little confusing. So I, I, I don't want you to get in that situation. So, so don't let price become your obsession. Another situation that I, I used to worry, not worry about... <laughs> Worry is not the right word. Another situation I used to deal with, you know, where uh, where people that would be trying to do their due diligence and shop around and compare, and I encourage that. Um, but during engagement ring searches, since I've been doing this so long, this I go back to the. In this case, I'm going back to the early '90s, so we're going back pre-internet, right? Pre-internet craze. I used to work in a private retail brokerage situation. I worked for a diamond polishing company that polished its diamonds overseas, and uh, they would import them here to the United States. This company I worked for was actually written up in, in several of the trade magazines because it made a lot of jewelers, retail jewelers upset. 
Um, but it started what was now today you see uh, the supposed uh, discount diamond. So, I mean, I, I'm very familiar with how this works. But in this case, I, I want to give you sort of a comparator to this price blindness. There is situations where when you can get something at a very good value, and I'm speaking about where I used to work, of course, um, when you can buy closer to the source, obviously there are times when you can get good values. But how do you know as a consumer know that? You know, how do you know? You, I can tell you, but how do you know? You don't, you don't know. Um, so when I, I would deal with individuals and, uh, and they would come, and it was by appointment only. They had to make an appointment and call in advance, and they would sit down, and they'd spend about, I don't know, 45 minutes to two hours in, in a private meeting. And there were times when the, uh, the grooms-to-be right would, um, would uh, uh, make the decision to shop around. Now, just north of us, where we were located... In, uh, in San Francisco, about 35 to 40 minutes away, was a place called the Jewelry Mart. And, and if you're listening to this broadcast, you probably, uh, if you live in the Bay Area of California, you've heard of the Jewelry Mart. There's the Jewelry Mart, and there's the Diamond Mart, and in the Jewelry Mart and the Diamond Mart, you can supposedly get good values. But here's what happens, because I've de- dealt with situations with the appraisals from those uh, different organizations, and I know uh, appraisers who've been expert witnesses in those situations. So what ends up happening is, is you go into one of these places, you're becoming price blind. That's where price is your sole obsession. It's blinding you to all the other issues. You're still trying to stay focused on what's important, but price has become your, your guiding line. And you get to a place like this, and in this situation, you couldn't get in unless the retailer, the wholesale to the public person, the retailer had uh, put your name in down below. And uh, so they would, they would let you in through the door. You'd go in through what was the, um, the security person down, downstairs. When you would go into the wholesale to the public building, it was several levels and several layers. And on each level, there's you know, 30 to 50 to 100 retail shops that are set up. Very much um, kind of like how if you've been to Las Vegas and you've seen some of those shops where they're all squeezed in together and uh, right next to each other, not in the nice shops, not in the nice uh, hotels, but in some of those places where they're all just cramped in together. Um, So almost like where you'd have one of these, uh, I I should say, these, uh, you know, when the fair comes to town, that's another way to say it. If you want to visualize something, when the fair comes to town and you go to the fair and they have their retail shops and they got these booths with the tents, almost like a trade show, and they're set up, but they're actual buildings and little rooms where, where these retailers are. And in their window, they have wholesale to the public signs. So here your brain is focused on price. You, you go in and you have to be keyed in or approved to go in. You see these wonderful wholesale of the public signs. You start reading. You start believing. It's all about feeling and that feeling you're getting from being in that environment. So you're price-focused. You're getting the feeling, and all of a sudden, it's fast-paced. You get into one of those places where there's multiple people leaning over the counter and there's multiple people asking for diamonds and somebody may be looking at the diamond you're looking at and you feel like you're going to miss out on something. So guys would go up and they would buy from these dealers and then they would come back. So here they work with somebody they, they, they like, they trust, they feel good about. They don't buy from that person, 
but they they in some way trust that person. You know, trust and and buying sometimes doesn't go together because the obsession factor kind of cancels out our sanity. And so all of a sudden, after we bought something, then we go back to that person we trust and go, hey, what do you think? It's kind of like family members when they come and see me and go, hey, what do you think about this? And I, I, I try not to say anything. Um, but they would go up and they would get stones with or without reports or with questionable reports. You know, I've, I've talked about this before. There are Not all labs grade the same and not all labs even with the same name, grade the same. So we have these issues of questionable reports. The stones um, that they would buy would be, by numbers, very similar. But when you really got under the microscope and started to look at the secondary factors, there were certain issues about these kinds of diamonds that made them way less valuable. Remember, the person buying is, is, or the person selling is wanting to quote a lower price. Then everybody at at that, if we're going to use a term like that, street level. So they did this in any way they possibly could. And I would see the stones and I would say nothing. So remember, I worked for a diamond polishing company. This diamond polishing company imported its diamonds into the Bay Area in California. And I was responsible to selling them to wholesale, real wholesale dealers. These were people who didn't deal with consumers, real wholesale dealers, who would then sell them out through to jewelry stores. So then I supposedly was competing against some supposed wholesale jeweler in, uh, in, in these marts that was able to best the price that we were actually cutting and then selling at? No, I don't think so. So I would keep my mouth shut. I never wanted anybody to feel bad after they're purchased. And, and by this time, you know, anyway, the person is blind anyway. What they're looking for is validation. They're not looking for me to say, hey, this was a, a horrible deal. They're looking for me to validate that they got a great price. And so now they're becoming, um, in, in a way, a rabid fan of this dealer who did nothing but sell a stone that was worth, right? So here's the key phrase, worth what he sold it for. So I never, ever saw anyone get a steal. I also never saw anyone get stolen from. Those are two different things. So what would end up happening is, is yes, things may or may not be represented in uh, in the correct way, right? So that's we're not talking about that all of a sudden. We're talking about loss. How much did a person lose? So if you buy something that doesn't grade out what you thought that it should grade out, however, what you paid for it was worth whatever you received, there's no loss. And we're talking about an illegal sense in that way. So I didn't see anybody ever lose any money except from the comparative that they were comparing to. Is it or was it what it was? Well, no. But what you spent on it made it worth what it is. I know that sounds like doublespeak. I hope I hope you understand that. So, uh, you know, to, the, to help, unfortunately, what would end up happening is uh, these individuals, because they want validation so much, and I'm what I'm trying to tell you is I'm trying to protect you against this. The, you you you'll end up wanting validation so much that you'll start bringing your friends and telling your friends and uh, bringing your friends to those dealers 
And in a way, you'll help create more rabid fans, but this becomes something in, in a cult-like fashion. So you have people who are unaware. They're not protecting themselves. They're not empowering themselves. They, they're buying into these signs that uh, tell people they can get something for nothing. At that point in time, you become price-obsessed, right? So we're going so far away from the reason why you should be buying an engagement ring or a diamond ring or any piece of jewelry that should be memorializing a special moment. And you start buying into these situations and uh, you end up spending money. Yes, you may spend less, but I've never seen anybody get what they thought they received, but I've never seen anybody get taken to where what they received wasn't worth what they received. How about that? So I hope you get that. That that's the the key thing about it is that you you will not be able to um to uh, to steal anything from these dealers. So you know, talking online, and I was just you know responding to some posts on Twitter uh, from a jeweler and uh, a very well known jeweler in in the in the south uh, south I guess not southwest but the middle south. And um, he's very active online and on Facebook and uh, in uh, LinkedIn and in Twitter. And uh, he is very passionate about this. And he must be dealing with a situation to where, you know, jewelers outside of his area are selling to consumers and trying to convince them that they're receiving a much better value or a steal as compared to his store. Now, I know he carries some very nice brands. And what I mean by brands is he carries brands that that have standards for what they are producing. And he carries lines and those kinds of things. And, and I would feel confident when you bought from him that you would get a good value as well as getting what was represented. And, uh, you know, so he's dealing in a situation to where, you know, people in his, uh, in his local area are driving an, in another town farther away. And they're buying things at what they are perceiving to be great discounts. And his feeling is, is that the, the jeweler in this town that's not, not really um, discounting, he's just selling them something that's represented to be something else. And, uh, and, and, but the perception is, is that it's the same. And he says uh, he feels they're preying upon them. And I agree. I, I agree that... There's an opportunity, and where there's somebody willing to buy something, there's always somebody willing to sell something. And uh, in this case, the uh, the person is is uh, is uh, he says praying, and I and I very strongly make the statement that I don't believe so. I think we put ourselves in those situations to where we get preyed upon, and. Um, you know, so when we're buying something and we are the ones that blind ourselves, right? That uh, that who who's the who's the fa- person at fault at that point? It's not, I don't think, the dealer who's selling it. You know, we we don't have a federal standard for grading in this country. We don't have a federal standard for grading in this country. We don't even have a federal standard for assigning the color and clarity grades. The only thing that's standardized is the weight. There's the national standards uh, that, are, that are set up by state and by federal for the weight of the stone. It has to be within a specific amount of tolerance. 
And if a jeweler is selling something in most states, the scale has to be certified that it's within the expected range of tolerance to sell it. But color and clarity and all those kinds of things, and even from what we would call the best or the most well-known and best laboratories, you will find slight variations. And there's reasons why they use multiple graders in laboratories to split the color grades and, and come up with a final grade. However, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about protecting ourselves. So again, on the last show that I had, I talked about people making sure that when they bought something, right, that I wasn't going to make this statement that you should buy with this laboratory report or not, although I have my own personal opinions. The the reports that I have in my possession for, for pieces that I own personally have a GI report, and one of them has an AGS report. And that doesn't mean that I am not or I am against EGL USA at all. I'm not saying that. I just have never purchased one with an EGL USA report. However, when I first started out for my engagement ring for my bride-to-be, my wife, Sheila, um, who, if you've heard the show, you know she's a diamond polisher. So before she was a diamond polisher, she still worked in the diamond industry. I made sure that her report had a GIA report with it. And, you know, so there are certain things that help us feel comfortable and confident about those purchases. And myself being a diamond grader, of course, I graded it before I sent it off to have it graded at the GIA. I mean, so I have, I have, uh, I'm in a special position to where I know a lot about this. But you, while you're out there shopping, how do you know? You know, so when you're buying, again, make sure you buy with a laboratory that is respected, that is that is uh, one that is is well known for its quality and standards, right? We're talking about philosophies at this point in time. And uh, if you're buying from somewhere outside of this country and you're buying labs, or I should say even in this country, so let's, let's stretch for a second. So if we're in the U.S. and we're buying a diamond, I'm going to say there's one thing I will do. I will discourage you from, from this point forward and I think I may have said this before, but never buy a laboratory report that does not, or a diamond with a laboratory report that does not start, begin, or, or, or has been finished here in this country. So if you're buying a diamond that has um, a GI report and you're buying the diamond here, I'm going to make the statement that you want a GIA report that says New York or a GIA report that says Carlsbad. If you're going to buy an EGL stone, you're going to buy an EGL stone that says EGL USA, right? If you're going to buy an AGS stone, I think you're just going to be stuck with the US anyway. Um, so when you're buying a diamond, if it says any other country out, outside of the United States, I would say that you would want a second opinion before you'd purchase that stone. Because so, we're not talking about the beauty of the diamond. Maybe the diamond is extremely beautiful. But you want to empower yourself and make sure you're protected in this situation when you buy it. So when you buy it, you you can confidently feel good about your purchase. Make sure that it gets recertified um, in that situation. So if it's there are some countries I would say you'd never ever in your wildest dreams ever ever want to have a report from um, some of the some of the labs out out there in the uh, in that world sense the world market. 
um, are known for being uh, a diamond report or diamond certificate mills. So, and all that means to you is that they'll stamp anything on it and uh, and sell it as it is. Because what what how how are they going to run into trouble? They're not, you know. So different diamond companies will use them in this case. So um, I hope I I really brought you back to earth if you're shopping exclusively on price. The other thing I want to talk about, since we're talking about those kinds of things and protecting yourself, is that you know you can go online to my website, which is diamondanswerman.com. And you can go ahead and download the um, the uh, certificate or the affidavit of diamond grading um, from the website there. So you can download that. So when you're buying, you can make sure that the jeweler fills out. Remember, we were talking about that first situation where I am. I'm trying to help the the, the client right now because they don't have enough information. Um, you could download this report. It's it's titled under the one free and powerful tool to arm yourself. During your diamond purchase, the 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 uh, the statement is actually the affidavit of diamond grade and statement of buyer's rights. And I'll read to you uh, what the uh, report says. I'm going to download a PDF of it right here, and it's it it basically states this: the affidavit of diamond. I can't even talk today. The affidavit of diamond grade and statement of buyer's rights, and it says I, and that would be the jeweler, um, as and whatever their position at which retailer do hereby affirm and personally guarantee that the diamond being presented to, that would be your name, as buyer, is natural in origin, ethically mined, and is of the grade as stated below. And it has a little line for shape. It has a little line for cut grade, color grade, clarity grade, carat weight, inventory number, report, and number. So there's your report and your number, and your offering price. And then under this, this statement of buyer's rights says, after buyer purchases the diamond stated above, the buyer may have the diamond graded at the buyer's own expense with the diamond grading lab of the buyer's choosing. Remember, I'm not making a statement of who you should use. Although I have, again, I think you already know I have my opinions. If the diamond is not graded at the same or better grade than listed above, the buyer may, one, return the diamond for a full refund plus the cost of the grading, shipping, and insurance, or Two, be reimbursed for the full cost of grading, shipping, and insurance and exchange the diamond at no additional cost with one of the same shape and grades as listed above and to be verified by Diamond Grading Laboratory chosen by buyer at seller's expense. This is something you can present to the jeweler and a very confident jeweler, somebody who stands behind all their work, would would pull their pen out and quickly sign what this states. It also, no matter what, their, um, their return policy would be the affirmations and guarantee only apply to the original purchaser of the diamond. Grading of the diamond must occur within 90 days of purchase. The diamond must not have been the subject of accident, abuse, or alterations. Any claim made under this document must be made by the original purchaser and must be accompanied by this document. And here's your key thing, sales receipt. In most states, the most important thing you can do is make sure that your sales receipt states all the different things such as cut grade, color grade, grade, clarity grade, carat weight, inventory number, reported number, and of course price. In the situation where I was speaking about earlier, yes, it was on the receipt, but it had a split grade. Yes, it was on the receipt, but it had a split clarity and color grade and weight. So where does the person stand? Not not only in the replacement situation, so if you were going to go to your insurance company and get a replacement, 
But what, what about that situation to where you just want the same thing you had before? Was it a, was it a 70 or was it an 80? Was it a, a, an I or was it a G? Was it, you know, what, what was it you had? And uh, there was just not enough information there. So on this show here, is it okay to buy online? It absolutely is as long as you buy from somebody online who has some way to make sure that they can show you that you're buying a highly beautiful, highly performing diamond. And then find out, of course, when you're doing this process, do they use some form of imaging? Is it analog or is it digital? And my opinion about digital is digital is digital, and uh, and it should be used in computer for theoretical imaging. However, digital imaging does not fully represent itself to the actual performance of the diamond. I am a strong proponent of analog. That means sending light physical, physical, sending light into the diamond in an analog process, looking at the reflections as they come back to the eye, and uh, the tools that accurately accurately do that, in my opinion, are the fire scope, the A-set, the, uh, the uh, uh, ideal scope, the symmetroscope, um, and some of those other devices, most of which are the, the colored reflective uh, devices that would reflect light into a diamond and see the light coming back out and performing a specific pattern. And there are websites out there that do that. So could you buy online? And buy confidently, absolutely you can. But if you're buying solely on price, do not get caught up in that situation where you become price blind and then you start to ignore all those signs or buying into those weird promotive you know, environments where they're trying to convince you it's a good deal. Don't ignore your own gut and don't fall blind to price and protect yourself in all situations. And when you're in those situations, make sure you download and you use my affidavit of diamond buying, excuse me, my affidavit of diamond grade and statement of buyer's rights form. It's free. You can get it from my website. You can download it a hundred times if you wanted to. And uh, you can share that with your friends um, during their diamond purchase process. And make sure you buy from a jeweler who's willing to sign that document. If they're not, I would suggest you don't buy from them. However, from good stores, just for the fact that you show up with that might make them might make them think you're a little bit a little bit off there. They're not used to dealing with people so confident about protecting themselves. So um, make sure that when you use that, you're smiling and uh, and you use it in a process that you, where you say, "I hope you don't mind, but I need you to fill this out just to make sure I protect myself." And uh, I hope you've enjoyed this show. If you have any questions, you may phone them to me. At 803-792-1326. You may also reach me at diamondanswerman.com. Visit me with the forum there. You may also find me at LinkedIn as uh, J. Christopher Gertz. And um, you can also find me on Twitter as D-A-M-J-C-G-U-R-I-T-Z on Twitter. So I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you've got any questions, please email them in or call them in to me and I'll happily help you in any way I possibly can.